0: It's the River City Podcast Federation. Control yourself. Control yourself. All right,
1: Alberta Street Pop, are you guys ready for a comedy show? This is a packed out of fucking house, and that was some bullshit. I said "Who's ready for a fucking comedy show. Much, much better. Please welcome back to the stage. Your host for the evening show is
2: A. Thank you so much. A round of applause for yourselves and for Amanda Lawrence and for all the comics that you're going to see this evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Staying started. laughs> uh, thank you. Um, here's what we're <laughs> waiting on. Uh, we do want to, we want you guys to feel part of this evening. I don't know if you know that there's so much dope comedy that happens in Portland, Oregon, but every comic on the show tonight is going to sign one of these posters and uh, we will be auctioning them off. Uh, later, before the open mic, which will be hosted by the fabulous Steven Wilbur. Round of applause for that beautiful, yeah. dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> I, because you never know who's going to be worth money someday. So You might as well just get in on a $5 ground level. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe eBay will become better, and you can do that <laughs> later. It's <laughs> all so, good. Fuck I am so happy to be here. I... I debated about doing this and I'm going to do this up top. I've been running a show for four fucking years every Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. And if you calculate that, that's like over 200 some shows. And out of 200 some shows, I have six pictures of me hosting. But I take pictures of the comics, right? Um, And so if anyone throughout the night right now wants to pull out their cell phone and take a picture of me because I spent $50 on balloons. So I really just like this is completely self-indulgent. I'm not lying to you but this like is this a good angle?
3: Oh
2: I forgot my lipstick. Oh okay. How about like a casual like <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my God, you're too kind. Okay, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) In my mind, I hope some like actual photographer would have like the whole thing and whatever. Okay, thank you. That was dumb and fun, but that's what we're here to do. I don't. (laughs) I had the weirdest experience, and this is recorded for a podcast. And I apologize for podcast listeners because they're not going to understand this joke because half of it is miming. (laughs) Ooh, what is she going to do? You'll find out. By the way, they're out of red wine, so I had to do white wine and Red Bull, and it's not the same. (laughs) It's not the same at all. I should have brought my own box.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought about it. But then I was like, I get pulled over a lot, so that would be... I only... How many... Randall, did I only make it to not one show? Because I was too drunk? Uh, yeah.
3: Just one? Yeah. Okay. Feels like more. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um... I've kicked out seven people in the show, total. Um, met all men,
3: <laughs> for
2: being so drunk. Also, this is so loud to me right here. Is How loud do I sound to you guys out there? Good. Good? Oh, I hate the sound of my own voice. I can never be a mom because I could never read bedtime stories to a kid. <laughs> it's rough. Should someone just say it's rough? Like my voice or taking care of a child? I'm a little bit confused. <coughs> no? Do you leave your kid at home by himself? What's going on? You want to talk to me? Okay.
3: Okay. UGH!
2: <coughs> ah! I uh, didn't. I forgot what I was saying, so I'll just get into this joke right now. But yeah, if you want to help me adjust these levels, I hate this right now. This sounds like garbage. Not. I'm just bossy. I'm just a bossy ass bitch. I'm wearing a fucking pilot suit. Come on. I'm literally directing a plane right now. Like this is. But instead of being this way, I'm just this way. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I had, you guys ever have one of those experiences that you just want to like walk away from and shave your whole body and start over? (laughs) You know that moment when you're just like, like you can't even, like that is like any inch of hair on myself, just like a new, I need a new thing. I had that moment. Um, I had, I, I got gassed the other day in my car, I got
3: got
2: gas at a no gas at a Shell gas station, and I, I it, it happened to be Wednesday afternoon, right? This past Wednesday, and if you're familiar with the law, which you should be, because you are a uh, tax paying citizens, I hope it, it was a rough day for Oregonians with gas that day. Unbeknownst to me, I'm a bad human. But I I pulled up to get gas, throw my window down, and I hand the guy my card. And I just went over and I was like, $20 in regular, please. And the guy took my card and then put his entire head into my window. Like he broke the threshold of the door and was just in my window. And he goes, you look pretty today. <laughs> <laughs> Not expecting it, so I just went. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> and then he didn't flinch, and he said, "I'm sorry. Was that creepy?" <laughs> As if he fucking knew it was creepy. He was mocking me about it, and, and so and but this part I was like, <gasps> and I turned. And here's the thing, I know I'm a boss ass bitch. Like I know that I could hit somebody if I ooh, I should tell that story. I almost hit somebody the very first show that we had here because he told me women weren't funny and uh, the cook came from the back and got me. Like I like pulled me off of this fucking bald headed forty year old man because I was so proud of how the night went. He's like, Oh, I didn't think women were fu-. whatever. I'm surprised they let me back here. Uh anyways <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. He, the cook was just like, Do you want a cigarette?" And I was like, i want to kill this dude!" And yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was an American Spirit. I wasn't into American Spirits at the time, so I was bummed. <laughs> You've never been to the show before. This is just my diary unfolding on stage, <laughs> and then all my friends do the legwork. <laughs> So this dude, I was like, oh, and I look at him and I notice that he has like beady little rat eyes, but his entire head and face is like red haired. So I felt bad for him.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> red haired? No, I mean you don't have a leg up in the world, you know. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> that's not an okay thing to say but I was like eh. and then so he removes his head from my window and then takes my card swipes it hands it back to me not looking as if I mean nothing to him anymore I felt his hot hot breath on my cheek and he can't even look me in the eye and that's rude <laughs> and he takes one hands it back. And you, the, next, the next portion of the experience can only be mimed out for you guys. Um, so <laughs> Hold on. Where Okay. Grabs the gas can. Nozzle. <laughs> 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 We make eye contact via my review mirror, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm like,
3: do
2: I Instagram
3: this? But also, I'm an asshole,
2: so I was like, what's his angle? Like, where is he going with this? He's still there. And I'm t- twenty dollars worth of gas. Do You know how many minutes that is? That's a long time. There was other customers. He handheld it. He didn't just automatic it. Like that's insanity. <laughs> he
3: takes it
2: out. <laughs> 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 I'm done little lady
3: <laughs> and he walks away
2: and Heinz said I should have had the mic closer but that's, that's insane right and so I'm sitting there I'm like did my car just get pregnant?
3: <laughs> what do I
2: do about this? I was like, I get, I'm, shu- I don't, I'm shook. I don't know. Do I call nine one one? I don't want to leave the car. What do I say? Like the redhead man in a kilt fucked my engine. I don't
3: know. Like
2: that's not even where the engines are. I understand. It was so alarming. <laughs> oh God. Baby's getting could you. Could you get a car? Where does it go? What does it make? Mini Coopers? Do you drive one? You do? (laughs) Ew. Oh, I thought you were wearing K-Swiss. I was like, a K-Swiss dude would drive a Mini Cooper. He's not. wearing Converse. They're very white. Have you ever... um, ran into an ex-boyfriend of yours who've had a, who's had a child to fruition with somebody? <laughs> <laughs> it could be uncomfortable, right? Unless you make a little game out of it. Whenever I see an ex of mine who has a sweet, sweet little baby, I always ask to hold the baby. And then I look at it, and it's beautiful little face. And I whisper in its little little baby ears, <gasps> I've eaten 10,000 of your brothers and sisters.
3: <laughs>
2: I just wanna instill fear
3: <laughs> from a young
2: age because they don't deserve it. Just kidding, that was weird. Uh, we have such a big show and I have to leave you. I, are you guys ready to continue with this fucking bangering? Legit bangering. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, this next comic coming to the stage, goddamn, what fucking, if you don't know his name by now, you better tattoo it on your fucking face because this man, so hilarious, so happy that he's here. You guys, you're going to love him just as much as everyone else's. Give him a round of applause for the very hilarious, my dear friend, Marcus Colby!
4: Go for of Joanne, everybody! Yeah. Happy to be here. This is dope, man. This is dope. How's the light? Am I good? Yeah. Uh, I always gotta check. Uh, my name is Marcus Coleman. I'm uh, 26 years old, and uh, I know how surprised some of y'all are to hear that. <laughs> I've seen myself.
3: <laughs> know what
4: I look like. I am the world's oldest 26-year-old. I've looked like this since I was 13. I'm gonna look like this when I'm 35. Uh, Because that is the secret to black people. Alberta street pub, that's the secret. I have a controversial opinion. I don't think we age better than y'all. I don't think that's true. I think that's propaganda. I think we made that up, <laughs> got a controversial theory on the matter, I think we just look real old young <laughs> and then grow into it, <laughs> like a big ass t-shirt, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling older, I'm feeling all the public, I'll go in downtown Portland and I'll see younger black dudes, dudes younger than me with this new haircut that's the age, I don't know if you've seen them. I don't know how hip this room is. I don't know if anybody in here is an AAU basketball coach or a a Baptist preacher. I don't know if you're (laughs) interacting with the youths, but there's the, there's this this new haircut that's already. It's like a big, puffy, but like shaved on the sides, like dyed blonde up top, like Spartan helmet, Mohawk type deal. I've seen these dudes. I see him and I cannot relate, you know? I see these dudes and I start feeling so much older, you know? And my posture gets bad. And I start bitching about the price of bread back in my day. And about how they don't make women like Lizzie McGuire anymore. No, 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 just don't make them like that no more, man. Those were the days back when men were men, you know? But that's, uh, that's just the mental side of it. That's just the mental side of it. The physical manifestation is in my newfound inability to drink milk. (laughs) Specifically whole milk. Like there was an old racist myth that used to be perpetrated back in slave times, that black people have an extra bone in our feet. And that's why we can like tomahawk dunk and electric slide and shit. (laughs) And if that were true, I would gladly trade that info, whatever extra stomach lining white people have that allow y'all to drink whole milk with impunity. like, it's gotten to a point where I'm starting to get paranoid, okay? Like, I'm a conspiracy theorist deep down. Like, like the government created crack, why not this, right? right? That's the most agreement I've ever got with that statement. So I <laughs> but seriously, though, you know? Like, I'm starting to think milk is some form of FDA approved biological warfare perpetrated against the black man, homogenized to oppression. <laughs> Created in a lab along with the carcinogens and Kool-Aid and Russian twerk videos. They've done the research, they know our weaknesses. But seriously though, like I risked it all for a bowl of Kroger brand Fruity Pebbles. Uh, my body rejected that whole milk like an IUD. I'm also the world's oldest 26 year old because I've never used an emoji in my life. Never done it, not that whimsical. I'm gonna fake it for you. uh, I've never, up until recently, I've never uh, tended to bump, I never applied for women online. (laughs) But that's kinda like me cute, you know? I'm old school, you know, I grew up on romantic comedies. You know, Like my dream was to be, you know, walking, full speed, downtown Portland, in a rush, wearing a suit for some reason, briefcase in hand, turn the corner, then I like collide and bump shoulders with a well-dressed, bohemian white woman with a big, stupid hat, you know the one and a Parisian scarf. And upon contact, she drops a hardcover copy of the ethical slut that she walks around with. And I'm a gentleman, so I pick it up for her. i am like, no, I got it, I got it, and I pick it up. <laughs> one of the good ones. And, uh, and then, you know, we find, we find common ground and then we we'll go get married, like that's how I grew up. Oh, it's, it's about courtship, it's about the process. It's about the process. So I'm uh, never done with it, Dana. but that's gonna change soon because I need love, I need love. Like I just want a woman to love me the way middle-aged black men love Samuel L. Jackson hats. <laughs> and like Bluetooth headsets. Like when it all boils down to it, I'm just a simple man for zero, and really I'm just looking for a woman that'll ride my face and teach me where semicolons are supposed to go. <laughs> I don't need much, all right, I gotta go, that's my time. <laughs>
2: Also, one of my favorites uh, is one of the original open mic hosts of, of this, but fucking well beyond his years of that. This, uh, who? Okay, I can't get sentimental. We don't have enough time. I, also, my sisters want me to marry him. You guys, give a round of applause for the very, very accredited, well hilarious comic, Jake Silverman, ladies and gentlemen.
5: You go going for Joanne, huh? Good, right? Four years. Four years is like longer than most marriages last these days. So, you beat America, Joanne. Good for you. This is awesome. How you guys doing? Fuck yeah, no, that was fun. I just got back into town, flew in, and uh, flew, I was right in front of the exit row, and uh, they do the thing when they ask the people in the exit row, like, hey, if emergency happens, are you good, and they have to Verbally say yes, and I feel like the whole plane should get a vote on that like, There's a bias here man, of course you want the extra leg room, but you just look at so many people like you got a weak will man yeah. You're clearly gonna give up when she hits the fan It's just some bullshit. It's crazy. I uh I flew to minneapolis this time but uh two years ago i biked there i biked from portland oregon to minneapolis minnesota by myself and uh yeah i'm uh, fucking lonely so uh <laughs> it's like well i'm not hanging out with anybody might as well be on the bike and do this so uh did that did that over a summer it was cool man uh when you do one of these trips you have to like pack everything because you're going to be on the road for a while and uh I did my best, but I overpacked a lot. I brought too much weight. The biggest thing I overpacked was condoms. I, like, <laughs> I started the trip with 36 condoms. And I also ended the trip with 36 condoms. And <laughs> I swear to God, my thinking was like I was pat- I had everything on the bed and I was like, alright, 36, like this is a good like two-week mark. Like you're gonna have to resupply for sure, but like there's no you're gonna weigh yourself down with this shit, so just like you'll find some town to get some and but this is gonna be because you're gonna be just rolling in it. You're just gonna be rolling in it. There's gonna be no way. I had this whole image of just showing up in like eastern Montana and be like, yo, my boy's here. Who wants to fuck me right now? Like this is we the fuck is Spandex? Do you want this shit? Have you even seen a man recently? Look, where are you living? Full spandex. Head to toe. I like, I'm uh, eight miles outside of town in a one-man tent, so ladies, one at a time, but we'll get y'all in. Uh, Oh, it was a dry summer. It was so, no one wants to fuck you if you haven't showered in a week. I just found that out, like, real quick. Just exhausted, just like, I biked 120 miles today, Uh, but I can get it up, don't worry about it. (laughs) ass trip. So I just showed up to my parents' garage with like all these crushed-ass condoms. I was like, fuck this. Stupid-ass trip. You can find yourself, but you gotta get laid when you find yourself. Like all those other find-yourself trips, that always they always find like a beautiful woman. I just like found other dudes biking. It was so... It was like, oh yeah, you just... You're out here by yourself too. All right, this is... This fucking sucks, uh, so, alright, here I am, it's cool. Uh, for this next joke, uh, pretend I still have a girlfriend, it'll be funnier that way. Um, uh, so I'm dating somebody, <laughs> man, I really think we're gonna get married, it's awesome, so. Uh,
6: love of my life, you know? Uh,
5: so, uh, she's great. Oh, she's great. She's great. Um, But dating one of you ladies, you know, I found out something about you guys that I didn't know. Uh, That's what what happens when you date one of you, I guess. Uh, Find out more about the species. But I found out that uh, women, you guys use more than one tampon per period. I know that. I know that about you. It's crazy. I always thought it was like one in five days, exit. Like I didn't know how that shit worked. <laughs> Apparently the shit can kill you. Did you know that ma'am? No, yep. <laughs> you'd be dead if you didn't. So I mean, I guess that uh, makes sense. Good for you, for knowing your body. They don't want you to know that shit anymore. So you gotta, you gotta do that. My girl had me buy an 18 pack. I was like, this is like a year and a half supply. Why do you need all these? We probably won't even be dating in 18 months. <laughs> why is the next dude getting in on my tampons? This seems like some fucking bullshit. All right, you guys have been great. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, <laughs> Silverman, ladies and gentlemen. I love him. I have to teach him things. <laughs> Toxic shock is real. <laughs> You guys, this next comic comes to the stage. Oh my gosh, such a delight. Uh, he also helps host this open mic, which if you ever are late night want to come out, please check it out. It's also free. Here for you right now, such a crusher around town. Round of applause for Steve Magnuson! Yeah!
6: Give it up for that clickety-mic noise I just made, grabbing that mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, give it up for your bartender out there, right? right. Give it up for uh, just the expressiveness of applausing. Give it up for that. Give it up for that. Now, give it up for a secret reason and don't tell anyone else the reason, no matter how close you are with them. Take that reason with you. Yeah! Give it up. Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what's this guy trying to bring the room together? Huh? Right? Right? That's what he looks like. What's this guy being extemporaneous in his comments? What's he doing? So, this number will get higher uh, the more you drink. You know, this is uh, a little a little bit higher. what's going on? Spheres. Spheres make me. You know I got to give up for this place. This is uh, uh, the, the green room is, is me standing in the back of the bar there, crunched up with everyone. So It's good because you get to see me in my natural state, you know, jostled and anxiety-ridden. And yeah. We're <laughs> <It puts you, laughs> like, look, we want you to be very natural. Put as many people as you can and have them all look at him. No. It's nuts. I think that, uh, I know what I look like. I look like if a baby gained self-awareness at a year and a half old and then gradually grew more and more into a person for 29 years. A lot of people see that about me.
3: say I look just
6: like that, to a T. Like, it's nuts. Um, I'm a huge person, and so, one time, I'm a huge person, and so I'm going, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a beer, and then a few hours later, I go for a drive. You know, I'm driving somewhere, and then they pull me over, and they're asking me, like, hey, have you had something to drink tonight? And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm so big, it's like, it's like a beer, so I'm like, um, me have one symbol. <laughs> me have one symbol of, of the, what they give. It's like, I'm such a huge person that, I didn't feel like it would affect me. They're like, you have to be, Sir, you have to be honest with me. Like, I'm a Portland police officer, so if you're not honest with me, uh, I'm gonna have to take you downtown. Like, wait, Like this. okay, you went to a bar you've been drinking? Have you tried mead, sir? (laughs) Have you tried mead? You have to try it, you have to try it. You are legally required to try new things in the city of Portland. If you don't try new things, we're gonna have to take you downtown. That's right, we're going to McMenamin's. (laughs) and you're gonna have to pretend you like it, just like
3: Powell's.
6: (laughs) I was in Powell's books the other day and I heard someone say, uh, I heard someone say, wow, this place is big. (laughs) Then the next person said like, wow, this place is rather loquacious in the space, in the uh, spatial occupancy. Like one of those people has been reading more. (laughs) I go to Powell's so I can better describe how big Powell's is. (laughs) Get, I'm working on it like,
3: <laughs>
6: I threaten the cop I'm like you know who I am I'm a stand up comic I go to bars I tell people try to oppress people on bars don't make me turn this story don't make me turn this stop into an anecdote officer I have the power of anecdotes I wield this power bravely no. I got in an argument with the Hawthorne Bridge I was riding my bike, and uh, the bridge starts doing its alarm thing. Because apparently, you know, apparently we still need uh, boats to come through the city. Because like, what, why do they why do they raise the bridge? What does President McKinley need our beaver pelts to go through here? What's, what's happening? And I'm in the middle of the. I'm behind the gate. You guys have been great, by the way. I love I love performing here. I'm. Uh, is terrific. but I'm, like, I'm going behind the gate, and suddenly the, it starts to It's about to raise up, and I'm about to keep going, and then I get a, I feel a little bit of anxiety, and like I better go back, This bridge is about to open up. And then suddenly a voice says, uh, "Hey, dude, you could go to whichever side you feel comfortable with going to right now." And I'm like, first of all, the bridge addresses me as like, "Hey, dude," <laughs> like <laughs> these are like our civil servants, like it sounds like a guy I just couldn't get a shift at, at like plaid, like and he's like. <laughs> Put him in the bridge. Put this go in the bridge. <laughs> Good night, team. See you later. Thank
3: <laughs> you can go for Steve Magnuson, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God.
2: I'm standing up there because this just in. We are over capacity and management is freaking the fuck out. So, um, if you are a comic, I kindly ask you to get up and leave and let patrons take your spot and I mean that a lot or I'll fucking kill you (laughs)
3: like
2: let me have this you know what I mean um (laughs) and also if you're like oh I want to like I don't know there are I I just confirm that they will auto blast this in the next room at the bar so you could be at the bar and still hear the jokes and have a good time and be able to talk and all that stuff So um, if you want to forfeit your body being in here, that would be amazing. Is that okay? That
3: didn't sound like you liked that.
2: (laughs) But also, um, this place is amazing, so we can't get it shut down. (laughs) So if anyone wants to be Mother Teresa right now, uh, I will kindly say thank you. But comics, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Go smoke your legal cigarettes in the back. You. Okay. What a great intro. Um, But I honestly mean that like I'm not fucking around. Um, No one's moving. Okay, I just was like waiting. I was giving the benefit of the doubt. That's great. You guys, this next comic coming to the stage. I, so it wouldn't be a show if I didn't fuck up an intro every single time, right? <laughs> uh, this next comic, so very funny. Uh, fucking All Jane Bridgetown Comedy Festival every Thursday at Ford Food and Drink for one of the greatest shows, Earthquake Hurricane, here for you right now. Give a round of applause for the very hilarious Katie Nguyen, ladies and
7: gentlemen. <laughs> Am I the only comic in the room? I got think I got shit to say about comics. <laughs> no, I like you all. You're all good. Um, <laughs> invite me to your birthday parties. Um, uh, so my day job, I work with kids, um, teenagers specifically, and teenagers are just like the funniest people in the world. I don't know if you know any. Um, they're at this like. Really magical stage in life where they're finally learning more about the world around them and like complicated issues like politics and religion and sex, um, but they don't have the necessary life experience to understand like how nuanced and complicated and related everything is. So at, they're at this point in life where they think they finally understand how the world works and they still have no idea. Um, and this was just like really beautifully evidenced in class when I was talking to the students um, and I'm a Spanish teacher and it came up with the fact that nobody ever assumes that I speak Spanish because of how I look and racism. Um, <laughs> and they got excited and they were like, has anybody ever talked about you in Spanish around you and assumed you didn't know what they were saying? And I was like, yeah, that's happened a handful of times. And they were like, what would they say? Uh, and I really wasn't going to quote verbatim, so I just said you know, just some of, the, some of the crude stuff that some men like to say about women. And at this point, this 14-year-old boy who had not at all been paying attention before this, before this point, all of a sudden his, like, his like, little ears kind of like prick up. He like looks up, and he gets this like, kind of grin of recognition on his face, like, oh, I know this. And he says out loud to the entire class, he goes, oh, talking about wieners, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which was adorable.
7: <laughs> it was so uh, cute.
3: Um,
7: because he understood enough to know that like in that kind of situation, you like objectify people, right? You, like talk about people's bodies, you focus on the reproductive organs. Like he knew that much. Um, He just didn't know that, typically in that kind of situation, you're not like talking about like your own. (laughs) (laughs) And that part he hadn't figured out? Uh, So I'm just trying to imagine what this 14 year old boy thinks grown men say about their wieners. (laughs) when they're talking about a woman and like the only thing I can come up with is like, maybe like, maybe like two dudes on like a sidewalk. Or something, you know. And, like a woman walks by, and they both notice her, you know. And they start like elbowing each other, like nodding. And then at one point, one of them says to the other, "He's like, did uh, did your wiener move?"
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> mine totally moved. <laughs> it's how men talk, right? <laughs> Uh, I, heard these two, I heard these two pop songs on the radio last year, and they were different songs, but I found the lyrics interesting in the same way. Uh, this first song is by this woman, I don't know her name, but she's, she's just repeating over and over again. She's singing, she's going, I'm a cool girl, I'm a, I'm a cool girl. And I was like, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure, it's a good song. Uh, but then I heard this other song by Rihanna, that got really famous, and I'm sure many of you have heard it, and it's just her repeating over and over again, she's singing, she's going sex with me is so amazing
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I was
7: like I didn't know we could do that
3: <laughs>
7: like I never realized we could just write and sing songs simply what we want other people to think about us <laughs> and make like a ton of money off of it Uh, Yeah, and I've been thinking about it a lot and I've developed some new career goals. um, And I've been working at it really hard and I've written a bunch of songs and I think I might actually be kind of good at it. Actually, I have a few songs I'd like to share with you tonight if that's cool. Thanks, i just like be like 100% honest feedback uh, because this could really be a new path for me. Um, So this first song I wrote, it goes like this. Look at me, I'm six feet tall! Look at me, I'm six feet tall! Look at me, I can see the top of the fridge, I totally know what's up there!
3: It's a bunch of
7: stuff, I can see. So that's just one song I wrote. Um, this other song is kind of more like a club kind of dancey beat some of you might like this more. Uh, it goes like this. I never ever eat food off the floor. Never ever eat food off the floor. I never ever eat food off the
3: floor. Never ever eat food off the floor. <laughs>
7: Um, I actually have one more song I know I'm like a factory (laughs) Um, uh, and this song is really personal so it's kind of hard to write um, and I hope you can appreciate it and it goes like this I totally don't so think about that time in fifth grade when my crush Ben Grady said I had a mustache. <laughs> I totally <laughs> just think <of> about <laughs> <I> that <think laughs> Um, uh that song's called Fuck You, Ben Brady. <laughs> you guys are wonderful. i Katie Wynn. Thank you very much.
3: Katie Wynn, ladies and gentlemen.
8: <laughs> Hello, friends. My name is Dan Weber, and I run a podcast called Reading the Bible with Dan, America's number one most irreverent heretical look at america's most revered book uh, if you want to know more about the bible you have never don't want to bother reading it and i don't fucking blame you a bit listen to my podcast we'll go through it line by line and you'll hear all you'll ever fucking need to know about that tragically terrible fucking piece of literature so come on Maybe, you know, we'll talk about shit, we'll talk about the Bible, I'll tell stories. It'll be fucking fantastic, guys. Also, it's vulgar as shit, so if strong language bothers you, go fuck yourself. Anyway, uh, my podcast, Reading the Bible with Dan, learn about the Bible in the only way I can imagine doing it, which is having some foul-mouthed 47-year-old scream shit about it while you do. Uh, Tune in. See you then. Bye.
1: Hey, everybody. Producer Randall here real quick to let you know that this episode of Control Yourself is brought to you by Zipcar. Zipcar has grown from a car-sharing idea to a lifestyle choice, y'all. With cool technology, a member-driven user experience, and a team of hands-on Zipcar enthusiasts, Zipcar is redefining the way people think about transportation. You guys, Zipcar is the world's largest car-sharing network, providing wheels when you want them. In over 500 cities and towns, over 500 colleges and over 50 airports. It's cost effective. It's an alternative to car ownership and it's cost effective. Zipsters only pay for the time. They actually use the vehicle and have no responsibility. That's right. No responsibility for additional costs and hassles with the car ownership. No mechanic bills. You guys, not never having to spend $500 on getting new brakes and new tires and having to wonder if your engine's going to fucking explode while you're driving down the freeway because you're too goddamn broke to get a tune-up. Convenience and accessibility, you guys. Zip cars are interspersed throughout local neighborhoods where they are parked in re- reserved parking spaces and garages within an easy walk of where members live and work. Zipsters can book a designated vehicle using their mobile device through Zipcar's website or by phone, unlock the selected vehicle with their Zip card, <laughs> and drive away. You guys. To earn $25 of free driving credit, go to joinzipcar.com forward slash control. Again, joinzipcar.com forward slash control to earn that free driving credit. And guess what? Back to the fucking show.
2: You guys, give a round of applause for the delightful Ben Harkins! <laughs>
9: uh, hey guys, how's it going? That's good. Cool. Uh I went to go see a movie the other day and uh I was like too late for the movie and I had to wait for like an hour for it to, like for another one to start and I uh so I went to the Dollar Tree uh to pass the time and like uh I think you should always go to the Dollar Tree before you go to a movie because uh like if you go to a movie theater and you spend like twelve dollars on snacks you get like popcorn and a drink, but if, like, if you go to the Dollar Tree and spend $12 on snacks, like you gotta be out of your fucking mind. Like that's too <laughs> so much candy. That's insane. It's bonkers. The bargains are just crazy. Just You get a bag, you put the stuff in the bottom of a bag, you put a book over it, put a hoodie in your bag. Like over it, like because they will. Like some theaters, it is their job to look into your bag uh, before you go into the movie theater, but they won't dig through, like because they do not pay those kids enough to actually keep you safe. Like it's just like you've got to go to the Dollar Tree. Like I, I I had time to spare in the Dollar Tree, and I could really just drink it in. Like there's something about just being in a store, just surrounded by. Just cheap shit, and knowing that there is not a single person here who's like buying something more expensive than me. Like it's it just, just all of the decorum and the shame just falls away from you. Like I just, just taking my, t- just sauntering around with my mouth open. It's like, just leaning into shit. Like wow, like getting real close. Like, Well, wow, they have three different kinds of scissors here at the Dollar Tree. Like, I wonder which one's actually worth a dollar. Like, that has... <laughs> completely fucking shameless. Like, nobody even, nobody covers their mouth when they cough in the Dollar Tree. They're just like... <laughs> it's an oasis. Shelter from the competition, the rat race. It's kind of incredible. I love it in the Dollar Tree. Like they, I had one issue, like they, like it was a Dollar Tree at the mall, and like you know at the mall how like teenagers they're on a date, and like they're unsupervised, and they just don't know how to make out yet, so they do it like way too fucking hard, and it's fucking gross for everyone) Really leaning into it and like it's a big deal and everyone's just like, Christ! Like there was this 14-year-old couple in this aisle at the Dollar Tree, and like they were just going at it like way too hard and I was like, Oh man, this is fucking. And like she was like giving him one of these on the outside of his pants, like this half, half half-assed outside the pants hand job. And like, like here's the thing, like I don't think they should be doing that. They shouldn't be doing that, like lame ass, fucking hand job in the aisle at the Dollar Tree. It's disrespectful to the space. It's gross. But also, like, I'm a I'm a 30 year old man. Like, I shouldn't even be looking at this shit right now. Like, I gotta.
3: Here's
9: what you Here's what you do in that situation. You You run away. That's it. You, you, You act like you had some business in the fucking aisle. I grab a two-pack of nine-volt batteries for one dollar fucking take off. You run away. It's easy. That's how you do it. I need the fucking smoke detectors to work in my apartment anyway. Like, my, my girlfriend's a witch, and, like, she just... She does witch shit when I'm asleep. Like, she woke me up at 4.30 in the morning to tell me she's doing a seance and she's contacting Cleopatra because she got got a book about Cleopatra so, and and all I could think was like, did you blow out the black candles before you came in here to tell me this? Like, I can't I'm a 30 year old man. I don't. I'm. I'm not fucking scared of ghosts. But I can't have like unattended sage. In, this, in my life, guys. You guys have been uh, really cool. Thank you very much.
2: when he said he was 30. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you look like you work at Dollar Tree. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
2: I love every single person on this lineup. This next comic coming to stage, legit crushing, 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 crushing around town. I'm, I'm trying to adjust the mic, which is why my I'm Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this next comic communist stage, god damn it, what a fiery force of goddamn delight. You're gonna love her just as much as everyone else says. Give your round of applause to the very hilarious
10: Amanda Lynn Dio <laughs> Holy shit, happy for your anniversary! <laughs> oh, can you keep it going for Joanne and yourselves for being here. Oh my god. <laughs> So packed, we had to kick out the comics. I was like, "Good." (laughs) I don't like most of them. Uh, (laughs) Something did. So, you guys have a good uh, winter holiday season? Like how I said that, very Portland. Yeah, nice generic winter holiday season. Uh, I got to spend my winter holiday season on vaginal rest. And antibiotics. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. is really just a fancy way of saying, for sure no sex. Use rock and roll sparingly. But here's your prescription for drugs. I was like, nice! Wait, fuck. The shitty drugs, I can't drink on these, this sucks. I had to go home with my family and be sober. Uh, I had to prep for uh, endometriosis surgery. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Female reproductive system. We all know it. We were taught well. No, I seriously didn't fucking know any of this shit. Uh, I was like, I just want to die once a month. It's pretty consistent. Once a month. Just like pff, fucking end it. Yeah, I hate it. And then I was like, oh, there's a medical reason? Nah. Okay. Uh, you know how like once a month uh, stuff comes out? You guys know I'm talking about, This is a set for dudes only. (laughs) I like to to target men in my comedy, you know? Okay. Uh, Yeah, so once a month, stuff comes out. We're all aware. Uh, Endometriosis is when the tissue that makes stuff comes out grows outside your uterus. Rude. And it makes everything hurt. Pretty fucked up. And the only way to get rid of it is uh, to go under a very alien-like surgery where they probe in your belly button, your sides, blow you up like a fucking balloon, probe that shit, and scrape it with a laser knife. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend it, (laughs) unless you have endometriosis, and like for sure, get that procedure done. If not, don't fucking do that. It's a bad idea, it's a nightmare. Uh, And what I didn't realize, (laughs) this can happen apparently. Uh, During the procedure, my ovaries went limp, like a wiener, and uh, they had to prop them up so they wouldn't sag and stick to my uterus that was freshly scraped and scab-dried to it. (laughs) Right. So they tied it up like a fucking Christmas bow, (laughs) and I had stitches sticking out of my body. See, they told me this when I was coming out of anesthesia. So they explained it all medical-like. and They're like, yeah, we had to tie up your ovaries. And I was like, pfft, fucking tie up your ovaries. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wow, you should leave. So I left. Um, <laughs> then that evening I got the phone call and I was like, what? That's a nightmare. Are you serious? And she's like, don't worry, just coming on Saturday, cut that shit out. I was like, nice. So I was like, don't even look. Don't even look at yourself. And then I got really high on painkillers. As you do. <laughs> Doctor prescribed. And I was dusting and listening to Christmas records and putting up lights like a fucking sad grandma. I was like, well, I'm gonna make it pretty cause I'm dying inside, you know? I was just fucking killing it. And then uh, I took a shower and I made the mistake of looking down at myself. And I was like, no! You fucking pussy Pinocchio, what the shit is this? Just, uh, these are my ovaries, like crucifix style, just fucking tied up. <laughs> Pussy Pinocchio murdered this dude, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. It's fucking rough. Uh, So that was a nightmare. And uh, I'm fine now. It's fine. Everything's fine, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, But so far, I feel okay. And uh, I was explaining something to my boyfriend, because I was on the old vaginal rest, you know. But they didn't say anything about a clit (laughs) siesta.
3: Nice.
10: So, uh... I was explaining to my sweet, sweet boyfriend that there uh, to my knowledge, maybe there's more. I don't know. I'm just learning about this. But there's two types of female orgasms. Guys, know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck you. Um, you don't know what I'm talking about. The ladies do. Uh, so there's two types of female orgasms. Uh, there's a the clitoral orgasm. Pretty dope. Not that fucking difficult. Find it. It's really not hard. Google it. Pretty easy. Uh, Second is a vaginal orgasm, much more difficult. And I know a lot of you guys are like, I did that. No, you didn't. You fucking didn't, I promise you didn't. This isn't that, you didn't do it. Um, And I was explaining to him, I was like, it's different. Like for a vaginal orgasm, it takes like time and concentration. Like basically like the inside of a vagina is like a fucking goddess. You need to respect that shit. Put in the time and the love and the intimacy to get to know it and it will blossom. But, like, the clit is the bro of the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you could headbutt a clit and you would be like, Pfft, NICE! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you guys are fucking cool. I'm in a mandolin all. Keep it <laughs> up for Joey and Shinnoi. I know you're gonna see.
2: Oh, uh, so, like, what a journey of visuals,
3: <laughs> you know?
2: Oh. Uh, moving right along, we've, uh, this next comic coming to stage, such a dear friend of mine, so I, I <laughs> oh, thank God, okay. So when I first started this show, it was actually uh, the first, well, no, it doesn't matter, I don't need to get sentimental, I can't see anyone, I'm hanging out, th- okay. This next time we came to stage, so very fucking funny, such a uh, pillar in the scene, gave you my first seven minutes, we actually started the show together, technically, and then I did this on my own, um, but, <laughs> what a fucking crusher, you guys, you guys are in for a treat, out of the grave,
3: give a round of applause.
2: <laughs> for the very, very goddamn genius mind of Anatoly hey,
11: I Give it up for Joanne one more time, please. Yeah, the baby snatcher. I'll never forgive you this. It was a beautiful baby. I was out for smoking, and she's like, fuck it. Right. Uh, I am here mostly for like a parental presence Because uh, I'm fucking old I'm going to be 50 this year uh, uh, Doesn't mean I'm smart or anything uh, I'm just going to get old uh, And I can't wait to fucking be very, very old uh, Maybe I'm, I'm going to be seeking a warrior's death Uh <laughs> I, I, I want to be everybody's fucking problem. That's... I'm really looking forward to it. I'll just surround myself with people and tell them what to do. You know, like, push my fucking chair, fetch me my artificial teeth. And, uh, you know, things. Uh, I don't write jokes lately. Uh, for personal reasons. And... Uh, Uh, But I became a citizen of this great country last October. Yeah! Yeah, Yeah. thank you, yeah. Took me 30 years, almost 30 years, like 26 years. It was was a long time. And when I was interviewed, the lady was asking me, she's like, why did you wait this long? I was like, I'm afraid of the fucking commitment, you know? (laughs) I wasn't like, you know, I'm gonna see you, America, and then be gonna see other people, if you feel like it. But now, hold my fucking hand, because you need me, I'm an ex-communist, and you got Trump. I've, I'll help you, you know. I fuck I hate my accent I really do I'm from Ukraine but I still have fucking Russian accent and it's terrible do you ever tell somebody hi how are you and they're like we're good please take our valuables use car keys in the presidential election just run thank you. I wanna be a friend I really really do it kinda sucks so yeah hate winter time uh, because I like going to nude beach Uh, I do uh, It's not because I'm a pervert I I, I just really enjoy looking at visually defenseless people You go to the regular beach, or like you know, when we close, we wear articles that symbolize something. You know, Nike, I'm cool, you know, this is expensive, this, I don't give a fuck. You go to the nude beach, everybody's equal, you know, nobody can come up to you and say, I'll make America great again, because <laughs> I'll step back and I'll be like, No, you won't. No, I don't. I don't fucking think so. You, know. Just, you can pretend, but mm, I don't know. I don't have many jokes lately. I don't know why. Yes, uh, you
3: do.
11: I I have a I have a I have several children. Uh, two of them actually. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> they're li- they're dearly hated. Uh, I have a 30-year-old son. Fuck him. And. Uh, He's only, his own, he means nothing to me. Uh, I can't influence. And, uh, and then I have a 17-year-old uh, female. Uh, she identifies as female, funny. And, uh, and she is a female, weird. And, uh, but she's a militant vegan. And I'm a bastard.
12: Uh, I know,
11: it's really hard to handle a child that comes to you and says, Dad, how can you eat animals? Imagine if they were your children and somebody would hook them up, drain their blood, and, you know, chop them into pieces. I'm like, it's not about hatred of animals, you dear. It's about, I love salami. (laughs) You know? So I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to go and I'm going to fight for my rights. Guys, you've been great. Thank you so much. Have a good night.
2: Why does it get so quiet when I come up here? I never understand that. It's literally the second I come up here, it's like dead silence, and then it's like awful. Okay. This next comic, do you know what I'm talking about with that? Yes. Yes. This next comic coming stage... God damn it! What a staple in the community. What an amazingly hilarious human being. Um, it, this marks the longest weekly running show currently. But prior to that, this next comic had the week longest show. I, I'm not good at being sentimental. I'm drinking wine and Red Bull. It's not. I should stop talking. But if you follow me on Twitter, you know how hard this is. <laughs> this next comic comes stage god damn it fucking ugh. I'm about to cry I'm holding back tears that's what's happening that's what's happening I'm in real time holding back tears and I'm making a fool of myself and all of you are like my ass is falling asleep I understand <laughs> But thank you for joining us on this journey. And uh, comedy is a huge deal. This next comic is so very fucking funny. And you know her, you love her. Give a round of applause for the very credited Whitney
3: Street!
12: Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. Keep it going for Joanne. Fuck yeah, four years. I really loved that introduction a lot, because <laughs> if you didn't know that Joanne loved me, you would have thought that that introduction was her going. This next comic knows what it's like that no one laughs when they're on stage. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was like a like that is me. That is me. That's fair. That's all very no. fair. I love this. I love. Uh, let's clap. Can we clap it cla- for Alberta Street Pub too? Because this Woo! is. Part of the reason why the show lasts forever is because the venue is awesome, and this is a great place to do comedy. I love doing comedy here. Things are good. Things are just great in the world, aren't they, guys? Things are great. (laughs) Going well. I've been trying to think of ways to help the world be better, help the world be a better place, and and I've come up with. Figuring out better reality television shows. That's my next plan. Make the world a better place. So I've come up with more realistic reality TV shows. Uh, I'm gonna make just one show. I'm really excited about this show. Uh, it's gonna be called, So You Think You Have Ants. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, ju- it's just the whole show. That's it, right? <laughs> it's just people opening cupboards going, Fuck! <laughs> Again! Open the cupboard. Why are you in the bathroom? Like. What is here for you? Like... (laughs) Excited about this show. It'll be fun. Everybody have a good holiday season? Yeah? Good? (laughs) Good. Everyone was like... (laughs) We previously discussed this. It was terrible. I had a pretty good holiday. Got to go to Colorado. Always love going to Colorado to see my family because I love my family and also because weed is legal for recreational purposes in Colorado as well as in Oregon, in case you were not aware. Um, (laughs) One of the things I like about Colorado, uh, weed is legal in Colorado, but apparently it is not legal at my mom's house. (laughs) Still, some kind of zoning issue. I don't fully understand the law. It's a problem for me. Specifically, I did discover that there's a loophole in the law and it's apparently legal between the hours of 12.30 a.m. and 2.30 a.m. If you smoke out the basement window of your room like a child. So, starting to get more progressive there, I guess did have a good uh, holiday. I, have, I got to do some holiday traditions that I've come to love and enjoy very much. Old and new traditions, you know. Old traditions like making chocolate sugar cookies with my mom. And newer traditions like vaping in my grandmother's bathroom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Special things bring you closer to the family. Uh, the newest exciting tradition that has been instituted in my family is the annual Asking Whitney If They Do In Fact Cut Their Own Hair. You know I do, <laughs> Aunt Beth. <laughs> You know, you approached me from behind. Like you, you were not surprised. This is cut for the stage, okay? I don't know what's happening back here. Like it could be all manner. Of, I mean, it's a sort of a don't ask, don't tell situation. So. State secrets. Not authorized to no. know. I, uh, I cut my finger real fucking bad yesterday. That's gross, clap for that. Uh, thank you for being dutiful. <laughs> You're like, why are we clapping for this? I'm like, I don't know. For a pause, I, uh, I, I, don't wanna, I, I freaked out about it because it was a pretty significant cut. And uh, so I think my neighbors think everything is going wrong in my apartment because for a while, all you heard was me just yelling, Fuck! like in every room of the house. <laughs> But then I, I live alone. I had to deal with it by myself. So the next thing my neighbors heard, for, was, my neighbors heard was me screaming,
3: You are going to be okay!
12: <laughs> over and over again as I tried to bandage myself. So They're like, what is happening? How many people are upset here? <laughs> There's so many of us. <laughs> so many of us are unhappy. Alright. I'm touching things for support. Oh, I hate this stand. Um... Four years and you don't have a round bottom mic stand yet. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck Christ.
3: Yeah. I'm cheap.
12: I mean, you shouldn't buy it. The venue should buy it for you. Anyway, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> Another um Guys, I'm gonna finish uh, on, on on a final subject, which I think we all enjoy hearing about, talking about, uh, discussing. We talk about sex. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay, sex. Yeah. Woo. Sex. Everyone, cool. Sex. Yeah. Woo. Sex. Woo.
3: Sex, 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 sex,
12: sex, Thank you. Uh, I've had it up to here. <clears throat> <laughs> and I am not having it <laughs> anymore. Uh, shutting it down. The uh, muffin shop is closed. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Sent all the uh, muffin workers home. <clears throat> gave him a pretty significant muffin worker pension. You know, it's a good muffin shop. It was a socialist shop, you know. but uh, You're not really socialist. You can't be really socialist in a capitalist environment. But we tried. We tried. We went to meetings. Um, Just tough, tough economy out there for muffins. Not allowed a return on the investment, so to speak. Not just that. not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. Was what I'm saying. Also, uh, I only know how to run the muffin shop when I am drunk, and I stop drinking. So <laughs> the muffin shop is closed until further notice. Hey, you are great. Enjoy my sister. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Whitney Street, right of control yourself for your anniversary. We have two more comics left in this bill and then a special guest. Are you in this to win this? Amazing! This next comic coming to stage, such a dear friend, literally one of my my first dopest friends. You guys are like, oh, stop telling giving uh, introductions like that. This is for me, not for you. (laughs) This next comic coming to stage, Did someone just light me in the back?
3: About my intro?
2: I don't believe you! If
3: you build it, they will come! Let me do this! Round of applause
2: if you saw my face in the Willamette Week. Thank you No one told us who won that It was like their little fun game So all I knew that I got in the top five And that's great And every single person that tied five Well deserving like, Who knew, right? And then I showed up to the, to the photo shoot And they were like We have this huge piece of glass for you I was like, okay. And they're like, put your face against it and we'll take pictures. And I was like, is everyone doing this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they lied to
2: me! They said yes! <laughs> <laughs> and they did it. They, they were laughing. I should have picked up on it. At any rate, this
3: next time... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: This next comment, coming to stage, one of my dearest friends, also a Midwest dude, if you're from the Midwest, you know you have a fucking Midwest place and heart for other Midwest people. I see some cans in the air. Fuck yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This man's doing great things. Give him a round of applause. One of the greatest,
3: David Musco!
5: Oh my God,
13: <laughs> four years, and every time I've been on this show, always a, like an introduction that I don't know how to follow. <laughs> like, Sorry. Get over Joanne Schindlerly, who is all the girls' characters, from HBO girls, all at once. <laughs> Just Judd Apatow going. I tried. I tried. I don't know. It's funny. Just people get it. I like it. It's critically acclaimed. (laughs) So, with me, I uh, am at a place where I'm trying to feel comfortable in my body. This is as comfortable as I get. (laughs) I don't know if you look. You know, have you ever washed all your towels in your washing machine and they wrap around the middle part of the washing machine? That's my naked body. Like, that's what's happening. (laughs) You're like, this is a mess and it's going to break something. Absolutely right. (laughs) I'm wet and I'm heavy. That's what I'm trying to tell you.
3: <laughs>
13: I've been trying to lose weight like in the ways that I can. You know, it's like cut down on carbs, don't drink so much. Before your anniversary, how can I not drink tonight? But like the best thing I've done so far is the other day I went to an Overeaters Anonymous meeting. Just kidding. I went to a buffet and a ski mask. But you know, baby steps. Uh, I love that. I, I just love living in Portland because I get to see so many examples of white privilege. I love it. I love seeing what you do with it. You're, you're knocking it out of the park. You know what I'm talking about? My my friends like it's like we should we should my other Mexican friend he's like we should we should come up with our kind of privilege. We should start our own brown privilege. I'm like, not, that's not a, not a thing. <laughs> so the closest thing we do is with brown privilege is that we, we tell people things that are in Spanish that are not really real. <laughs> like like for instance, we tell my coworkers that Chipotle is Spanish for mostly rice. That's what we say. <laughs> No, they make burrito bowls authentic in Tijuana. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Dating a comic right now, that's weird. Dating my girlfriend is a comic. And I want to say, I've never done that before. And I just want to apologize to every woman I've ever dated before I dated a comic. That is really hard. To date someone, they're like, am am I funny? Am I funny? I'm like, god damn it, yes. Oh, every day you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. But it's also really weird because we don't have a moral center anymore. Like, I used to date, like, girls that were not comedians and then, like, she's like, that is dark. You need to reel it back a little bit. <laughs> but nowadays, she, and she's like the devil and the devil. of like, <laughs> I know what your dick looks like. Like, that's what happens. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember that, that when the train in Tacoma just, like, derailed at 7.30 in the morning. I was at work. I was like, oh my God, this is such a tragedy. I tweeted that to her. I texted her like, "Can you believe what happened?" She goes, "Crazy dot 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 train." I I I. That's yeah! what her response was. She's giving me so much shit. Like, we went, like, she knows that I'm Mexican. She's very white. Like, she's, like, like, she's, I can see her circulatory system, like, looking at her. Like, she's white, you know? <laughs> like, she's racist towards snow. Like, that's how I'm telling you. She's white. <laughs> and then, like, uh, she, this is something she told me. She, she goes, I saw Coco, and now I feel so much closer to you. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> It took a a Pixar movie for you to understand my culture. She's like, yeah, and the 3D really helped. I'm like, what?
3: Because
13: I am, I'm Mexican. I know I don't sound Mexican because all the ethnicity has been scared out of my body. You hear how I stuttered that? I was very scared, all right. And I went home, I'm gonna get out of here with this. I got home and I went home for the holidays and I hung out with my Mexican parents and they're great, but they're getting a little older. Like my dad's getting to the age where he only wants to explain YouTube videos to me. <laughs> 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 and it's all Mexican YouTube videos, or as it's called in Mexico, Tutube. <laughs> <laughs> or usted tube if you respect your elders, okay? Have a good night.
3: Bye-bye. Thanks, Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> Give over, David Mustard!
2: <laughs> okay. One more comic than a special guest. You guys! This next comic coming to stage. What a fucking delight. Can't say enough positive things about him. Legitimately just crushed an entire weekend hosting at Helium Comic Club had a show. Rush over here for you right now. Give a round of applause for the legitimately amazing Jason
3: Trager.
14: Let's hear it for Joanne Shanderley and all the comics you've seen tonight for everybody working to put this show. For the Alberta Street Pub, let's hear it for Alberta Street Pub. This has been the home for Control Yourself the whole time. What a great room for comedy, isn't it? The sound's awesome. You guys are fantastic. Always packed, it's incredible. It's one of the best shows in town, absolutely top shelf because of Joanne, the place, you guys, I'm so grateful to be here. 2018, we made it, we're here, yes? Oh, my God. What a way to start it with some comedy. <clears throat>
3: Did I say
14: 2017? No, I said 2018. Okay. 2017. Don't want don't to bring any part of that back, right? It's good to see that in the rearview mirror. Yeah, best thing about it, it ended. That's my favorite thing about it. Crazy year. F- floods right? Fires, mass shootings, but more than anything, I think we'll remember it for the year we let a very stable genius (laughs) take control. By we, of course, I'm referring to white people. Uh, (laughs) Turned out it's okay because, like, he's really smart. We found out. (laughs) I was skeptical at the beginning of the reign. I was. (laughs) I had my reservations. But now we're a year in, and I'm thinking, this guy might actually bring us into a bright future. (laughs) Of course, like you, when I hear the words bright and future together, I picture a mushroom cloud. But uh, it could happen. I think it could happen. (laughs) Challenging year, difficult year, but there were developments that were positive. Women witnessed a... uh, self-confessed sex predator elected to the highest office in the land and looked at one another and said, well, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Me too movement. The names kept appearing. The list, the spectrum starts growing. You got the career wrecking rapist, Harvey Weinstein. First person masturbator, Louis (laughs) C.K. The Button Man, Matt Lauer, NPR Nostalgist, Human Mothball, and Ass Grabber Garrison Keeler. Get you in the Keeler. Some were surprised. I wasn't surprised. Picture that dude looking in your window. Oh, I heard Miss Lundquist had a fresh pie. Nobody wants that kind of companionship. (laughs) Ship belongs on the prairie where Joanne's from. (laughs) A Wisconsin girl. I know this hurts. I'm sorry to bring it up.
3: Hey! It's fine. Never liked that
14: dude's whole... If you don't know what he looks like, he's the host of a radio show. You might not know what he looks like, what his appearance is. He looks like if you took a current photo of Mick Jagger. And then you scanned it. But mid-scan, you kind of just moved it. (laughs) Throw a couple, a pair of glasses on it. That's Garrison Keillor. The weird-looking insectoid old man. Never trusted the whole nostalgia trip. Just did you know. I'm not a, you know. I'm a West Coast guy, punk rock kid. I am a prayer and command. That up there. oh,
9: the beautiful young
13: ladies of the Swedish Women's Auxiliary out on the ice skating on the frozen.
6: They quiver their lips like cherries. Like apples,
14: <laughs> nipples like chestnuts, acorns, gumdrops, <laughs> straining against their impossibly tight white wool sweaters. Poof! <laughs> <laughs> Some book dust settled on everything. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta to top of the cock, people. breathe bring it down. If we don't topple the cock, we're fucked. That's the way I see it. You gotta change ideas, language. I'm introducing the word topple cock. It's yours. Some guy gives some condescending bullshit to you at work. Don't topple cock. This guy's making you feel unsafe. You're out at a club, you know? It's like,
3: TOPLE Cock!
14: All the other women turn around, blank face.
3: TOPLE Cock! TOPLE Cock! Topple the, cock! Topple the Cock!
14: Dudes would back the fuck off. That's yours now, top of car. All right. I love you, Joanne. Let's hear it again for Joanne. Fuck me, Joanne. Yes. So good.
3: So nice. Love you, Jojo.
2: Jason Trager. What a weirdo. <laughs> Also, fucking Garrison Keeler's from Minnesota. Fuck that place.
3: <laughs>
2: Round of applause if you've seen Brett Favre's dick pic. <laughs> Is that real? That was aggressive. Is that real? I refuse to believe that that's the real dick pic. I think someone framed him. If you Google Brett Favre's dick pic, it's too small and purple. Not in my America. <laughs> Okay? None of you care about the soccer. All right, well. (laughs) You guys, you've been such an amazing crowd, legitimately, and thank you so much. Are you ready for your final headliner comic on this bill? (laughs) It's been such an amazing show. I'm like floored, I'm floored by it. And you guys are such an amazing audience. This next comic coming to the stage. Uh, Goddamn, so many things to say about him. Hometown hero, just crushed headlining at Helium. Uh, one of our own is crushing at New York. You've seen him on Conan. You've seen him on IFC. Here for you right now. Goddamn it. Give a round of applause for Shane Todd!
0: to be back. Yep. I was on Conan. (laughs) Clearly it has uh, changed my life. um, (laughs) Look at me now. Back where I used to be. (laughs) If you follow your dreams and get them, you could end up at the same place. Uh, In a weird way, worse, because I pay rent in New York now. I, um, (laughs) Joanne, I love your outfit. It's Thank you. like your uh, Jewish grandmother at a funeral. It is awesome. <laughs> you look like you look like Susie from Curb, and it. It's great. Um, <laughs> you broke
2: it. I broke. Yeah, I You broke
0: break it. everything. I do break everything, mostly <laughs> hearts. I, um, okay, so I got some jokes. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Whitney. I, uh, I just did a, a special, so those jokes are done, and I have new ones, and uh, you're going to be able to tell. I, uh, I just want to say, uh, it's cool to come back and see how well everything's going here in Portland with comedy, and um, uh, Joanne's done this show for four years, and it's uh, meant a lot to a lot of comics here, so thank you all for supporting it. Y'all have a great night. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: gentlemen. Keep that round voice going for all the fucking 10 comics
3: that you saw this evening. Are your asses, Bruce? Yeah. yeah, you love
10: it. Control yourself. Get on up there and tell some jokes. Control yourself. It's time to bring some laughter to these folks. Control yourself. You can't complain and
3: But no matter what you say, control yourself. control yourself, control yourself, control yourself, control yourself, control yourself.
6: It's the River City
3: Podcast Federation.